Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 184, and it's titled How to Make Date Night Sexy and Fun. So this is actually going to be a fun show because we're going to talk a lot about what we do for date nights, and we always have great date nights. I mean, you know, we're, we're six years in now of weekly date nights, and we never not have fun. <laughs> That's so true. Or sexy time <laughs> and a date night. So, you know, it's something that comes up fairly often. You know, when we coach clients, especially couples that have been together for a long time, this is a question they have. Well, it's like, how do we, ha- how does it, how do we make it fun? We do the same thing. Or, you know, the other big question we get all the time is really like, we have to schedule a date night. You know, so one of the things that I always say is, well, do you, what outcome do you want? Right? Because the whole thing is, is you have an outcome that you want. You want to connect. You want to have fun. You want to have sex. Are you doing the things that it takes for that to happen? And, you know, I would say nine times out of 10, when we're working with people, the answer to that is no. Like they're literally not doing the things that would equal the outcome that they want. And then they don't understand why they don't get the outcome that they want. (laughs) (laughs) So so because this is so common, uh, we decided we would do a whole show on it today. We're going to cover, you know, um, what some of the research says about date nights, you know, because we, we tell people all the time, you got to have a date night and half the time they roll their eyes at us, right? Well, we're going to give you the research as to why that's important. We're going to give you our uh, eight keys to a date night, and that should really be eight keys to a successful date night. <laughs> and then we're going to give you a list of like sexy ideas and fun ideas that you can mix and match and put together to create amazing date nights. The bottom line is if you hate doing date night, then you're doing it wrong. And we hope that by the end of today's show episodes, you will feel inspired and have a renewed enthusiasm for the wonders of date nights. But before we get started, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. If you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men, whether you want to have harder erections last longer or increase your sexual skills there is something for you at powerandmastery.com so go check it out at the end of this episode the link will be in the description below or simply type powerandmastery.com so let's start with the beginning of things why we have a date night and how we do it right. And if you are a regular listeners of the Love Lab podcast you probably have heard us talk about some of our rules, air quotes, or guidelines for our date nights. And, and this is something that we are very big on. The first the first date night we ever had was because it was our first date. That is correct. And that first date has remained as our date night since its conception. Yep, it absolutely has. And when 
it's, it is on a Tuesday night. If something comes up, we reschedule date nights. If one of us travels, if there's a particular, I don't know, event or something we want to go to. Somebody doesn't feel well. Yes. You know, family's in town, whatever it is. Because stuff happens in life, right? There's Absolutely. always things. Because that's another thing that people say is, well, but if we schedule date night, what happens if, you know, one of the kids is sick or we can't find a babysitter or, you know, make your list of a thousand things that could possibly happen and get in the way. You also want to make sure that you're not just always coming up with excuses to get out of the date night. And this is why it's important that if the date night needs to be moved, it has to be rescheduled. You don't just let it fly and be like, oh, we'll just do it next week. Like it has to be rescheduled that within a few days of when the date night was supposed to be. Yeah. Now it's possible that maybe every night that week happens to be busy because some people really are that busy and that's okay the point is you made an effort because what happens is oh it's not going to work tomorrow oh well you know we'll we'll figure something else out later and then the next day goes by and the next day goes by and the next day goes by and it never happens well you can be creative because your date night usually could be a two or three hours window what if you were like hey why don't we do Two short nights or, or afternoon this week because we're busy during the nights, or, you know. Or a weekend. Exactly. And that's part of the fun of also how we do it right is we are creative and we are somewhat flexible. We have the guidelines that for date night, it has just a couple things. Number one, we have to be doing something together. So it's not the time to watch a movie or cruise social media or any of those things. And number two, there has to be naked time. Naked time does not equal uh, penetration. It most often ends in penetration, but <laughs> it has no expectation that it has to be penetration. Naked time is simply about honoring the fact that we are more than just business partners, parents, uh, whatever titles that we have, that we are husband and wife or a committed couple and that we are sexual beings and that we are going to honor that part of ourselves. And through the nakedness, we call in that sensuality, the eros part, and that's one of the keys we'll talk more about later. So these are our really short guidelines to make it successful and to make it right. Okay, so we've given you sort of our spiel on why we think date night is important and why we've always made it a priority to do date night. But what does the science say? Because nobody believes anything these days unless the science has said it. So... Hey, it's been fact-checked, so... It's <laughs> we've, we found a few different studies. Uh, they are a few years old, but they still are pretty relevant. So Harry Benson from the Marriage Foundation and Steve McKay from the University of London studied a group of almost 10,000 couples with a young child to find out what date night habits uh, the most successful couples had in common. So, see, they've... they've selected a high number of people. So we're not just looking at a small little number of like 100 people. 10,000 is a good sample size. It is. And they also chose the hardest between because they had a young child, which, as we all know, bringing in somebody else and having a kid really makes things harder. 
Oh, yeah. It will significantly reduce your chances for being able to even have a date night. But here's what's fascinating. So the frequency of date nights broke down in this fashion. There was 11% of the people had a once a week or more date night. 30% had a once a month. 23% had less often than once a month. And 36% had hardly ever. Which is a lot of people, hardly ever. Like More than a third. Yes. More than a third of the sample size didn't do any date night at all. And here's what they monitored these people for over 10 years. And it turns out that the people, couples who had date nights once a month had the highest odds of staying together compared with the other groups. But that was only true for married couples, not couples who simply lived together, cohabiting couples. I don't really know why, uh, but that was the data and we just copied it the way it was uh, to give it to you straight. So if you are thinking, yes, um, I want to do date night, but it's too much, once a month was the sweet spot for people. We don't have kids. We can commit to once a week. But we get it that if you have children, if you have different things, once a month or maybe twice a month, these are kind of your sweet spots. Yeah, I'm really surprised that the once a week or more didn't fare better in this study. But we also don't know a whole lot of the details. The, of, the quality of the date nights. Yeah, we don't know any of that stuff. So, But I would say, I mean, once a month would be your bare minimum. Yes. Like, bare minimum. <laughs> Think about it, like once a month. That's, to me, that sounds like a long time in between. <laughs> you know, think about it this way. If you were single and dating, right, especially in today's modern world where we have all these dating sites and all these apps and stuff like that. If you're single and dating and you only go on one date a month, how do you feel about that? I, I can remember when I was single, I would be thinking, Wow, that's a long time in between dates. And most of my single friends who are dating, I'm, I can almost guarantee you they feel the same way. Like, you mean only one date like a month? <laughs> the guys I know would be <laughs> masturbating, you know, five times a day if they only <laughs> had one date in a month, right? So the reason I bring that up is because think about it. When you're dating, for some reason you think one date a month is like way not enough. But all of a sudden now you're married or you're in a committed long-term relationship and you're like, oh, once a month is fine. <laughs> what, you, what's changed is the question, right? Your perspective and how you show up. And you got to find a fine line between comfort and novelty because comfort is what brings you closer. And it's wonderful because it develops the intimacy and you have the trust and the bonding that happens in the relationship. But too much comfort also will kill the passion and the polarity or the excitement. You got to have a, something that's like that pulls you away, like that, that's a difference. And you can get that through either having, you know, different things that you do and then you come back together or through having novelty because it brings in that element of newness. And for married couples, this is really what we are always challenged with is finding that balance between the closeness that we experience and that we love so much, but still keeping up the passion. And I truly believe that date night is one way to still 
show up in a different way in your relationship and and continue putting in some of that energy. Before we give you some of the keys, I want to quickly go over another study because it was quite fascinating. Um, This one was done by the National Marriage Project and it found that wives who spent a couple times, a uh, couple times, sorry, with their husbands, they call couple times date night. Okay. So that's their term. Uh, so wives who spend couple times with their husbands at least once a week are 3.5 times more likely to enjoy above average levels of sexual satisfaction compared to wives who have couple times less than once a week. So that particular study did find that the once a week is the sweet spot. Likewise, hey, Let's talk about the husbands here. Husbands who spend more couple time with their wives are 3.3 times more likely to enjoy above average levels of sexual satisfaction compared to their peers who have couple times less than once a week. Okay, so if you want to be sexually satisfied, let me put it this way. (laughs) If you want to triple your chances (laughs) of being sexually satisfied in your relationship triple your chance not just not like 10 percent better not not even a hundred triple <laughs> your chances of being sexually satisfied in your relationship you have a once a week date night oh yeah so let's get to some of the keys here because we got to get into the nitty-gritty to make sure that you've got the gist of it and uh, so that you can go the distance because it's easy to have a date night in the beginning. It's easy when you have the hormones and that honeymoon phase where everything is like beautiful and you're so in love. But once you start to be in life together and let stressors get in the way, it's much harder. But if you have a good foundation in place, you can withstand anything that life throws at you. Anything. Yes. Okay. So we have the eight keys to a successful date night. The first one we're going to skip over real fast because we've already talked about it. It is make sure you have one. Whether (laughs) it's a date night, date afternoon, date lunch, I I don't care when, midnight (laughs) snack, (laughs) whatever that is. You have to make sure that you have a date night. I mean, that Well, technically, if it's not in the calendar, it's not real. I mean, look at how you live your life. Anything that matters, you put it down into your calendar, whether it's picking up your kids from soccer, getting your hairdresser thing or meeting with this client there or whatever that is, it's in the calendar. There's some people going, I don't have a calendar. Well, if you don't, you should, because life is way too busy to remember everything without the calendar. I don't think in this day and age people don't have a calendar Uh, anymore. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a few of you out there. I know it. I know it. You're (laughs) winging it by the seat of your pants. You're writing down like little lists on pieces of paper that you lose and then can't find. Yeah, I know there's a few of you out there like that. Hey, I don't care if you have an old-fashioned paper calendar and you're not doing the online thing. It's fine, too. But it was such a pain in the ass the day I switched from like, I was a die hard paper calendar, like diary for the longest time. And a few years back, I was like, I really, really have to shift things over. And so I went online and I did screw it up and I did have two clients showed up at the same time at my door and it was very embarrassing. It's the only time that I ever screwed up clients' appointments. And um, But I made it work in the end. Everybody got happy and it was embarrassing. I, but yeah. I thought it was the greatest thing ever when I finally got on like an actual calendaring like on my phone and computer thing. My family thought it was great. I remembered birthdays and like all kinds of things I didn't remember before. So I highly recommend it. 
All right, number two, plan the date night ahead of time. So this is a great concept because what I have found, and and I'm going to talk from the women's perspective, is number one, if I plan something, whether it's me or Kevin, because it's also good to take turns on who plans it. Uh, but if something is planned ahead of, ahead of time, I can start to think about it and get turned on and excited and use my imagination to start getting some arousal going, some excitement going. Something also, to look forward to. Absolutely. Also, if something is planned, it makes it easier by the end of the day because a date night is in the evening. And sometimes if I work too hard or give my energy to other things, I kind of show up to date night a bit tired. And if I have to start thinking at that moment from that place of being depleted, what are we going to do? It definitely becomes much more difficult to master the energy. And yeah, so having planned ahead before makes it that even if I show up tired, it's okay because date night is also about being real. You don't have to be like always having full energy, always feeling perfect. You could be bloated that evening. You could be emotional. You could be bleeding. You could be anything in between. As long as you're like, like not throwing up, but <laughs> you could be less than ideal. But this is what it means to be in a relationship. You show up independently of how you are. Yeah, and I'll add for the men too, here's another thing. If you plan the date ahead of time, it is a huge turn on for her. She wants to know that you're a man with a plan. She wants to know that she can put this into your hands and it will get done, right? So anytime that you can plan it ahead of time, now here's the thing, we talk about this all the time too, but you don't have to stick 100% to the plan. It's not like because you planned it and you're the guy that everything has to go exactly your way because that's honestly never going to happen. You're, you're dealing with women here, right? <laughs> I mean, you're dealing with females. Inevitably, she's going to go, no, nah, I'm not in the mood for that tonight. And by the way, if your plan is a movie and dinner or dinner and movie, whatever order, you've got to look at other things. And we'll talk about yeah, that later. We'll this is some... not what we're talking about here. It isn't. And I'll say this. That's still better than not having a date night. <laughs> All right. So if, if that's the best you got, okay, great. We're, we're going to give you better ideas later on. But the idea is plan it ahead of time, come up with something, and then be willing to change in the moment. Because even if that plan was great at 8 a.m. in the morning, by 6 p.m. in the evening, it may not work anymore and you have to shift. Number three, it does not have to be elaborate. And this is important because who has the time, energy, and sometimes maybe even money to have like over the top date nights every single week? I mean, if you are that person, great and do it. But most people don't. And so I think people try to make it too hard. Like we don't, we very seldomly go out. I was like, do we ever even go out for date night? <laughs> You know, we, we, we've never really gone out much for date night because our date night usually involves being naked mm -hmm. <laughs> at some point. The last two years, we've hardly gone out at all. <laughs> yes. I, I wonder why that is. Yes. Do the math. We're in 2022. Mm. <laughs> Key number four. Well, wait, wait. But, but I don't want to pass over that completely, though. Okay. I just want to make one more point with that, which is, you know, when you tell guys to plan it, they roll their eyes and they're like, oh my God, this is so much work. It's the first thing they do. They all say the same, this is so much work. Why do I have to do this? Well, do you want to triple your chances? 
of comes having back to that triple a satisfying sex life. I mean, it's probably even more than triple, honestly. But the idea is, again, you have an outcome that you want to achieve. You got to take the steps to get there. You can't just say, well, this is what I want to manifest and I'm leaving it up to universe and it'll all just happen. No, you got to take steps. Let's go with the flow. You know, it's, it's the... Um, <laughs> What, what is the saying that they say all the time? Uh, uh, leave it up to God and tie up your camel or something like God that. You, know? like, you, you get the idea. It's like, yes, you can set the intention for what you want, but you still have to take steps to make it happen. I tie up the camel. Well, and also, by the way, planning could really just be like, I'm going to lit up free candles and play this music. Yeah. That's that's a planning in my book, you know, so it doesn't have to be like crazy stuff. It could be researching different games and things. We'll talk about this in a little bit, but yeah. um, okay. So, okay, I'm getting too excited. Number four. <laughs> Communication. Communication is lubrication. That's right. We say that often. Mm. So, you know, the, the key here is, right, these are supposed to be keys to a successful date night. The only way that you can have a successful date night is if you communicate. You both have to communicate with each other. So let's say you're the guy, you've planned out the entire date, you've got it on the calendar, date night comes up, and you're not in the mood for something you planned, she's not in the mood for something you planned, and nobody says anything. How do you think this date night's going to go, right? You have to communicate. So if she shows up and she's not feeling whatever you know plan or idea that you had, she needs to be, you know, I had a really hard day today, and I'm really feeling depleted. And I thought that was a great idea when you originally mentioned it this morning, but I just can't do it today. Is it possible that we could shift? Can we do something else? Or we've had it so many times where one of us is more tired and say like, hey, I really need to receive first, like, you know, I'm, or I'm stuck in my head, I'm still stressed out from work, or I have tension in this body part. Do you have energy to help me with that? And oftentimes, one of us feels just a little better. And it's like, no biggie, I'll rub your shoulders or massage your feet or, or stroke your back, whatever you need. Like, and that's how we help each other. But again, it's through that communication piece. And communication is not... That's me just re- really clear. Is not about going over all the things that are not working in your relationship. It's not complaining. It's not complaining. No. It's not criticizing. No, and it's not controlling mm-hmm. or competing. The four C's to avoid. But communication is simply about sharing your desires and your wants or sharing the, sharing the things that you love about each other. And... Focusing on the positive, which totally changes the mood of a date night. So that's not when you go over uh, the financial issues or the schedule (laughs) with the kids or why your relationship is not working the way you want. You just hit on a big one. This is what couples who have kids do. They finally get time alone and they sit down and they talk about the kids. It's going to be hard at first, but honestly... Put down don't your phone. Do it. Don't have any. Don't have any phones, and don't talk about your kids. Like make a conscious effort to have a two hours break from the kids. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't mean you're not a good parent. It means that in this moment you are focusing on being lovers. Yes, you are prioritizing that. Okay. Speaking of which, moving to number five. Number five. Be sure to set aside. Some time for sexy time. The eros. The eros. So 
<laughs> you don't have to do this on every single date night. In fact, one of the things that we say all the time is that date night, there doesn't have to be an expectation of sex. Because when you put that expectation of sex out there, it puts pressure. Now, for most guys, this isn't a problem. Like, for most guys, it's like, yeah, let's let's put it on the calendar, sex. It's right there on the calendar, sex. <laughs> but for women, having that expectation, like, oh, man, he's expecting me that I have to do this. What if I'm not feeling good? What if I'm bloated? What if my, I don't know, I didn't shave? Like, there's a million things in there that could potentially get in the way. And so one of the easiest ways to make women feel comfortable and safe about date night and the time spent together is to take that expectation off the table. However, having said that, to really connect deeply in your date night, and this just doesn't mean you can't connect deeply by talking or you know caressing or doing other things, but sexual connection is an important part of any healthy relationship. It just is... You want science? There is a ton of science on this, too. Go look it up yourself. We have, there's all kinds of studies showing that people who connect sexually, and they don't, it doesn't even have to be a certain way, but they, they do better. It's, it's an important part of a healthy relationship. So you should have some sort of time during your date night set aside for that. So for instance, let's say your date night is, I'm going to take you out to a great restaurant, right? Well, okay, maybe that's half of the date night. The other half should be, then we come home and we connect, we talk, we get naked, we massage each other, whatever it is. You should have some time set aside for sexy time. We'll give you a list of examples of things you can do with sexy time. But also know that sometimes one person or the other is just not going to be up for sexy time. And that's okay. It's part of the date night. It's on there. It's scheduled. But be ready to call an audible, pivot, and do something else if necessary. Now, as Celine, you mentioned earlier, if every date night there seems to be a new excuse for why sexy time can't happen, that means that there's a deeper issue. Because the chances that somebody's going to have a stomach ache or a headache or a, a what, period, a period <laughs> or a whatever every week. No, not, not, not really good. So that means there's a deeper underlying issue that needs to be addressed. You need to find out what that is. You do not need to dive into that on date night, but after date night, you need to set aside time to figure out what's going on there. Well, then that's a good time to invite you to check out our, um, program if that's you and you're struggling and you feel like you're in a rut you don't have the sex that you used to and somebody's always coming up with excuses on date nights to not do the things that you know you should be doing for having a healthy relationship then Kevin and I would love to invite you to work with us we um basically ask that you give us 90 days and we will help you bring the passion back between the sheets and feel more synced up, have more passion and become the sexual power couple that you are. So to learn more about our program, go to celineremy.com forward slash passion. I can do that. <laughs> Sittingramy.com forward slash passion and join our highly sex power couple platinum program. So as you know, if you listen to this show, Celine works with couples and men and women, and I also work with men, and the two of us together work with couples. And it is a fantastic program because you're going to get 
the insight from both of us. You're going to get how we do things. You're going to get, I mean, the, the, it's so hard to really quantify uh, how valuable it is to have a man and woman who are themselves in an intimate relationship coaching you on how to have the best intimate relationship you can have. And there just aren't very many people out there that actually do that. So it's a fantastic program. And, and you know, honestly, I think anybody who's struggling in their relationship should be going through that program. All right, let's go back to our keys. We have two, uh, three more keys, actually. Yes. Key number six is about commitment and connection. What we mean by commitment and connection. Re your relationship is like a plant. It can't just be... Um, forgotten it needs to have watering some little fertilizer some loving attention so that it can thrive and that's what the commitment part is it's about showing up for each other when you decided to commit to each other you made vows you exchanged vows and that was all about like hey i'm going to do my best to show up and give you the best of me and date night is a rededication to these vows to these intentions that you've set out for your relationship and in terms of connection that commitment leads to connection too because again it's prioritizing the connection over anything else in the world and in your life because it's so easy to get sidetracked in the stressors of life in problems and all of these things that pull us apart but focusing on what brings us closer what make us come together <laughs> and connect that's really what matters yeah and it's you know it's about focusing on your relationship and not the outside world but it's also focusing on making sure that during the date night what's happening is you're focusing on the commitment and the connection. In other words, you're not focusing on how long did we have sex? What kind of sex did we have? What do you know? It, the way you figure out, was it a successful date night is, did you commit to it? And were you able to successfully connect with each other during that date night? So that's why we say focus on that and not so much the other little details. Key number seven, it's all about de-stressing. And, You know, what's amazing is that oftentimes we feel too stressed to have sex or to show up for date night. But really what we need is a good old orgasms or good shagging to let go of the stress. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And Do I make you horny? <laughs> do I? As a matter of fact, you do. Mm. <laughs> I think we should wrap up this show pretty quickly, That's but we right. have not yet given them all of our little our ideas. ideas. Okay, key number eight. So we finish with that and then we get to our ideas. It's all about fun and novelty. And, you know, people are making things too complicated. Like novelty is not just about like, hey, let's have a free summer, four summer, five summer, orgy or whatever that is. You know, I mean, that's a form of novelty, but that's not what we're talking about. Or like this sex story, that sex story, all of this. All of these things are outside elements that you depend on to feel good about your relationship. And if that's what it is, then you are going to run 
out of these items at some point in your life. And therefore, you need to be able to bring that novelty, that fun energy from the inside out, not from the outside in. And fun is about, are you somebody who's fun? Are you still laughing together? Are you tickling each other? Are you like joking together? Like all of these things. Novelty could just be like, I've never licked your anus. That's really novel. <laughs> Let's try that, you know. Um, novelty could be, wow. Oh, let's do it on the other side of the bed. I mean, it's really not that uh, yeah. crazy. or. <laughs> and, and so the point is, you know, I, I say this quote from time to time on the show, but, you know, I like to, to quote Larry Flint because it's just a, it's a fantastic quote, which is just, relax, it's just sex. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is... is you should have fun on date night. Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. Relax. It's just date night, right? Like have fun with it. Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself or on your partner yeah. either. All right. So we are now getting into some of the sexy time ideas and some fun ideas. Um, just to help you feel inspired. We hope that by now you are convinced that date night is essential. If you uh, are listening to this show as it is being released, it's still the early months of the new year, so you still have probably another 47 weeks to commit (laughs) to date night. So do it, do it, get your calendars, sync it, and and just do that. Uh, But here are some really cool ideas. Um, Yeah, so, you know... We just kind of wrote down a list of some of the things that uh, we, we like do. to do. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's it's a list of stuff we do, and it's it, it's two lists. One is you know sexy time idea, so like things that you can do that are kind of fun and sexy, and the second one is a list of just fun ideas, ways to make it more fun. So. Number one, create a dedicated space. It can be in your bedroom. We have what somebody came to our house and like, is this a tantra bed? And we're like, yes, it is. Why, as a matter of fact, well, we've got multiple spaces around the house that we we use for this purpose. But but there are spaces that are specifically designed for us to be comfortable, to be warm. We can be naked. We can make all the noise we want. We've got access to you know, lighting and sound and things that, you know, uh, fireplace, you know, stuff to make it a really comfy, cozy, you know, sexy place to be. Yeah, we have this really nice Thai mattress in front of the fireplace and it's in our bedroom because then it shifts things around. We're not just in bed, you know, but it's, it's really lovely. Um, but, you know, make, make do with whatever space you have. If you don't have a lot of space, then turn your bedroom into the space. And Or it could be something special like a particular um, thing you put over your bed that um, maybe it's a Venus pad to, uh, for your ejaculation, you know, right. or like different things like that. But like something that makes you feel sexy or when you see this out, when you see this red pillow it means sexy times coming you know like it's it's kind of think about the pavlov pavlov dog experiment right cowboy hats on the door hey, there you go <laughs> whatever that is right okay move on to number two if it's cold make it warm look you're not gonna have sexy time if she's cold you're just not it's not gonna happen Make it warm in whatever way you can. We have a mutual friend that we've known for years. One of the first things he taught me many, many years ago is if you want a woman to take her clothes off, you better make it warm. Well, and we all know what happens to a dick when it's freezing cold. Well, yeah. 
That's another thing. If you want to look your best, <laughs> men, your biggest and best, then yeah, don't be too cold. <laughs> Number three, lower the lighting. You know, I mean, these are kind of like super easy. I mean, come on, you, you should know these things, right? I feel like we don't need to spend too much time on that. But it's creating the atmosphere that yes. makes it sensual, seductive. So then we Enticing. add number four with the music. I find music to be so good because it helps to get out of your head, to create the mood. And whether you're like, hey, in a pounding mood today and you want to have something with a beat or you want something relaxing or something that's like uplifting, like what is it that you want to create? And you can really bring that mood through the music that you play. Mm-hmm. Number five, wear something sexy. You can have so much fun with this. We did uh, an underwear of the month oh, year, yeah. like two years ago, I think. Yeah, maybe even three at this point. Yeah, it was a couple of years back where every month Celine would buy some new sexy lingerie and debut it uh, at some random point in time. Um, and then, of course, we would use those things on our date nights throughout the throughout the month, and it was so much fun. She had a ton of fun surprising me. Um, she didn't have to spend a ton of money on it. You get creative and find interesting things on the internet these days, you know. And it was just super fun. Absolutely, yeah. I'm still smiling, remembering. <laughs> some were better than others too, you know. Like, but it was fun. You know, you can get some things with holes, some things with pom poms, some things with interesting shape, and yeah, absolutely <laughs> some, fun. Some things with sex toys built in. Exactly. <laughs> All right, number six: get naked. Remember that is one of the rules. I mean, you've got to touch each other. Again, it doesn't have to lead to penetration, yeah, well, but get naked. We've talked about our two date night rules all the time. We have to do something together where we're focused on each other. And at some point during the date night, we should be naked. I know it sounds ridiculous, but a lot of people think, well, we need to get turned on first. We need to agree that there's going to be sex first and then we get naked. And it has to be spontaneous because otherwise it's not going to be fun. Yeah. We need, we need to that. agree on it first and then it has to be spontaneous. Yeah, th these are the <laughs> kinds of silly things that, that people tell us. And so the idea is just get naked. Just get just naked. Just do it. Just do it because it most likely will lead to sexy time. And get the massage oil. That's our tip number seven. Mm -hmm. Get out the massage oil. Because, mm -hmm, you know, everything's better when it's lubricated. And you can do so many things with a massage oil. You don't have to just use your hands to massage each other. You could use your genitals. You could use mm -hmm. your feet. You could use your whole body. I mean, slide up and down. It's so much fun with massage oil. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, idea eight. and number eight is to role play. We've done an entire show on role play uh, just a few weeks back, so you can go back to that one to listen to more of the different ideas. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite is our number nine, where we start to play with different things, like um, ten minutes of anything, where you set up a timer and the person gets to ask for ten minutes of anything that they want to receive, and the other person gets to give them that, and then you reverse and that forces you to get in touch with what is it that you really want and need and that also allows you to relax that you're giving your partner exactly what they want and you're making them happy and for a lot of men that's a very satisfying place to be in knowing that they're doing the right thing for their women yeah that's such a fun game it, it really is. is that you know that's one that we'll often pull out when we're really tired and both of us are like man what are we 
what are we going to do here? You know, we'll say, how about 10 minutes of anything? It, it really is a great little one uh, that you can pull out. And it really, it helps spark the date night into action. Okay. We'll just do this quickly, like using sex toys are always fun. And by the way, sex toys don't just have to be for her. They can be for him and for them as a couple that you can use together. So, you know, uh, it could also be a date night activity to go um, on a erotic website of some kind and purchase something for the next time that you meet. You know, like something like that can be really fun. Um, take a shower together, read an erotica novel. I I mean, so many of these like little things that yeah. can be fun. And I, I, I want to just slightly emphasize take a shower together because it's actually a really fun thing that you can do together and where you actually like wash each other. You're not just standing in the shower together. You know, it's like you soap me, I soap you. It's, it's a really fun way and it's a great way to start a sexy time date night because then you're all fresh out of the shower. Now you're a little turned on because you've been touching each other. Like it's a really great way to get things moving. Some of the ideas are, most of our ideas, we always stay home because we have like two or three hours. And I feel like if we have to go out, we kind of lose most of the time that we have allocated for our date nights sure. so i, I would rather three hours just for the sex see there you go i drop <laughs> it to each other then go do dinner but you can cook the dinner together which is really fun to spend time chopping veggies or being together in the kitchen yeah so now we're into our list of fun ideas okay so yes. we've, we've left sexy ideas although kitchen could turn into something sexy but we're into the fun ideas like what are things that you can do together that that bring you into that connection state that we've been talking about. Cooking dinner together is a really fun one because you can do it slowly. You can share the different things. You can feed each other ingredients you can as you're prepping them. Feed each other ingredients. Or maybe the rule is that you can't feed yourself your dinner and you have to feed each other. I mean, do you know how many vegetables look like genitalia? A lot of them do. You can have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> You can also play a sexy game and there are a lot and a lot, a lot of options. So what, a couple of things that we recommend. Number one, we really like Michael Webb's uh, stuff and we are affiliates with his products. Um, and so we're going to put the links in the descriptions for two of his products. Number one is called the Sex Stories Around the House. So it's like using all stuff that you already have at home that can be turned into sex stories. And this is really fun. And the second one he has is 300 Creative Days. Um, ideas. And so these are great places to start because sometimes you are in a rut. Sometimes you don't know what to think. And this can help you get started and be like, oh, I kind of like this one, but we could modify it a little bit. Or that's a great idea. We'll use it as is. And uh, we, we like his stuff. So if you use our link, uh, we'll make a little commission and you'll support the show and we'll be grateful. Uh, so make sure to check out these. And they're super affordable. They're like less than $50. Uh, so it's yeah, less than, than a dinner for a year worth of ideas. That's right. And the links will, of course, be uh, in the description. And also, if you just go to slingremy.com and go to our shop, all of our products, our affiliate things are there. It's a great way to help support the work that we do. And you can also... Just enter the keywords like intimacy card or sexy games. There are so many and we, you know, we haven't tried them all. And you've got to find what works for you. Some are more like BDSM oriented. Some are more romantic. Some are more sexual. Like 
find different things. Some will work better than others. Now, that's one way. The other way is to make up your own game, which is my favorite. This is one that we do all the time. We totally make up our own little games that we play. Uh, what was the one we did where it was something physical, but we, we there was a... Imp- we couldn't speak or it was oh no it was one one word and then you had to do oh, it oh that's right so you had to give a one word command and then yes. the other person had to interpret what was meant exactly. by that exactly and then figure out so like if you said bite <laughs> yeah well like to be really obvious if you said suck you know you might be thinking in your head oh great now she's gonna give me a blowjob right but she may interpret that completely different and end up like sucking on your earlobe right mm-hmm. and so you never really know exactly what's going to happen yeah that one was really fun we totally yeah. like made that one up we have another one and that's another fun idea here uh, if i could have it all my way where you just really describe everything you would want without censoring yourself then only then, afterwards, you can start to negotiate and see how you might want to do it, if at all. But at least just the practice of voicing what you wanted without censoring yourself and your partner receiving it, say thank you so much for sharing, is huge. Yeah, and you know, don't hold back with the if you could have it all your way. Like, even if things are completely ridiculous where you're like, well, if I had it all my way, I would fly you in my private helicopter to my yacht and we would, you know, like, you can... you can. Well, because then it becomes also role-playing because yeah. you may not yet have the financial means or things to be able to do that. But just the idea that you're saying that and you would want to do that is a massive turn-on for a woman. Yeah, and you might find ways that you can simulate some of that Ooh. as well so that <laughs> if i could have it all my way is always fun we haven't done that one in a while on a date night we should do that that's true well date night's coming for us soon. yes it is number yeah. five share a hot tub or a bath we talked about the shower but the bath is really nice what we like we have a big tub and it's awesome because you can massage each other's feet um, and you can share about talk about your relationships things that you love and appreciate about each other or you can just sit um, in between each well one person in between the other person's leg and just kind of like have that closeness and be in the warmth of the bath it's really lovely yeah and just you know if you if you hadn't thought about this to do that you have to get naked so you know it's it's setting you in the right direction that you want to go (laughs) (laughs) we have a couple uh, more here that uh, we like to do we like to play music and sing together it's about creativity so whether you are musicians and that's something that you would want to do or whether you are artists you could make a project an art project whatever that is it's about using that creative energy which is the same as your sexual energy and generating that together and then, you know, you'll just have that to use on each other as well. Yeah, like maybe you could do a project where you sculpt each other's genitals. That's fun. With clay or something, you know, that is fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last but not least is to dress up or down for each other. And, you know, dressing up is a lot of people, especially with uh, the years where there were lockdowns and quarantines. And, you know, we realized that we didn't go out that much. And there are some like your nice outfit that you basically never wear. But do you really have to wait until you go out for that? Or could you dress up for your partner? Yeah, you know, there's, there's that great cartoon. We've talked about it a few times in the past, right? Where it's like, 
oh, we're going to go out and see total, fr- you know, strangers we don't want to have sex with. And it's like super revealing, sexy outfits. Right. And then this is how I dress for the person I love at home. And you're like in your sweatpants. <laughs> Like, wait, what? No, you want to look your best for the person that you love, right? So there's nothing wrong with dressing up and not actually leaving the house. That's perfectly acceptable. And then you will eventually undress. (laughs) (laughs) See, just like this, these are like seven different ideas and they are easy ways. They are ways that do not cost money, that do not require you to drive and go other places. So a lot of excuses can get out. And by the way, if you have uh, children and, you know, it might be easier to get away because it makes it challenging to be in the in, in the same home. Um, so maybe that once a month to have a hotel room or get away. We know people who have their getaway trailer, you know, where it's like when mom trailer, and dad and the trailer. room, Airbnb, you know, just Exactly. Make it work and make mm, it matter. Yeah. Someplace where you've got privacy and you can make all the noise you want. And, warm, <laughs> and be warm. And be warm. That's Very right. Very important. <laughs> All right, everybody. Wow, that was that was kind of that was a somewhat long episode, but we hope that you got a lot of value at it. And I challenge all of you now that you've listened to this to go out and create amazing date nights every single week. I guarantee you, you will see improvements in your relationship. All right, everybody. That's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.